0: Hey guys, Dr. Childs here. Today we're going to be talking about the six stages of Hashimoto's thyroiditis. Now, these are stages that every single person who has Hashimoto's thyroiditis will progress through, and usually in a stepwise fashion. Stage one, stage two, stage three, etc. All right, so why do you care about this? Well, we care about this because it gives you a lot of information about where you are at on your progression, and it gives you information about what kind of therapies are available to you Um, what kind of things should you have done in the past what kind of things can you prevent going on in the future and what to look out for as you progress through this disease so we're going to talk about all of these stages and hopefully it makes a lot of sense to you especially if you have Hashimoto's thyroiditis one quick point here by the way uh, before you click away if you haven't been told you have Hashimoto's you should know that almost every single cause of hypothyroidism is directly caused by Hashimoto's thyroiditis, whether or not you realize it, okay? So Hashimoto's thyroiditis is the number one leading cause of low thyroid function in the United States and in most places around the world, except in iodine depleted areas. So we'll get into this in just a second. If you don't know me, I'm Dr. Childs, I'm an internist, and I specialize in treating patients with thyroid conditions, helping people with hormone imbalances, and of course, helping people lose weight. But today is about Hashimoto's and the thyroid. So as i mentioned we're going to be talking about hopefully you can see that up there the six stages of hashimoto's and again you're going to progress through these stages in a stepwise fashion which is why it's really important so let me talk about these and i'll fill you in with some information including what type of lab tests become disordered around these stages what type of symptoms you may have what type of treatments are ideal at at these various stages and so on so let's start with number one number one is it's and actually we're calling it stage zero here um, and you'll understand why in just a second but i'm calling this a genetic predisposition to developing hashimoto's thyroiditis now this doesn't guarantee that you will have hashimoto's but if you had a positive family history meaning let's say your mother or your aunt or whatever you know your father it just runs in the family if you have a positive family history of women or men developing hashimoto's in their life it's very likely that you will if and this is a big if you hit the same triggers So just because you have the predisposition to develop the disease does not mean you will unless you hit these certain triggers, okay? Now these triggers include things like an unhealthy lifestyle, lots of excessive stress, unhealthy eating, um, exposure to certain viruses like the Epstein-Barr virus, exposure to chemicals, exposure to um, environmental issues and various triggers. So there's lots of things that can actually trigger Hashimoto's but your your immune or your uh, genetic system has to be primed to sort of receive those triggers. And then if you do, if that condition is met, then you will go down to stage one here. So again, don't be discouraged if you have a very strong family history. I'm talking even if every single person in your family um has had Hashimoto's in the past because you can prevent this this stage zero to stage one provided you you avoid those triggers avoid those um you know uh, have a healthy lifestyle and so you know consume healthy foods etc so you can potentially prevent this but what about all those people who you know maybe weren't even aware of this right because some people don't even know um, what their family history is like and therefore it's not really useful to them so that's the genetic predisposition that's why i call this stage zero Now, let's go on to stage one. Now, stage one is really when we get into what defines Hashimoto's thyroiditis, and that is the autoimmune attack of your own immune system on your thyroid gland. And this is defined as immune cell infiltration of the thyroid gland. So what this means, this is kind of a a long-winded way to say it, but basically what this means is that you have immune cells inside your thyroid gland. They should never be there, okay? There's never a scenario in which immune cells should be inside your thyroid gland because they're just going to um, stir up inflammation and cause casualties around whatever they're doing, okay? So the hallmark of Hashimoto's thyroiditis is this immune cell infiltration. Now, around this same time, this is when you start to experience positive antibodies. I know that looks like tab, it's not. This is supposed to be a positive sign and then the AB stands for antibody. So this is basically telling you that in this early, early, early stage disease, you will experience positive antibodies, which can be test for, tested for. And you're going to see why this is so important in just a minute here as we talk about the various tests and when people get diagnosed. But I want to point out that this is very early stage. And because it's so early, this is the best time to start treatment. Okay, that's what that TX means. It means treatment. If possible, the best time to have any sort of treatment here um, is to start at this immune cell infiltration when you have positive antibodies, but normal thyroid lab tests. Now, the problem is most people have no idea that they're at this stage because they have really low grade symptoms. And when I'm talking about low grade symptoms, I'm not talking about hypothyroid symptoms because what's happening here is the body, even though there's damage to the thyroid gland, the body is still able to compensate for that thyroid gland by just pumping more out. But the process of getting that extra thyroid hormone out to compensate causes you know, fatigue and a little bit of feeling run down and things like that. So the symptoms are there, but they're very low grade and they're not specific to the thyroid. Okay, so that's why it's kind of hard to diagnose at this stage. But if you are able to diagnose, which is why, by the way, I'll recommend that if you're just going to go in and get um, some lab tests and maybe you're just feeling a little run down or a little fatigued, grab those antibodies. Whatever tests that you're getting at the doctor's office, grab those antibodies and see where you're at. Because if you can catch this early, again, this is the best time to start your treatment. Lifestyle interventions, changing your diet, reducing your stress, taking some supplements, replacing nutrient deficiencies. These are all things that will have a dramatic impact and may actually prevent. You can just imagine a big old line here prevents you from going down to stage two or stage three and four and five etc so if possible start here now again not everyone's gonna even know that they're there which means that we have to talk about stage two and that is called subclinical hypothyroidism so in this stage um, and I'll explain in just a second but in this stage you can expect to have positive antibodies in most cases about 90% of the time but you're going to have a normal TSH Now this TSH is technically going to be in the normal range, but not the optimal range. So I have another video explaining the difference between these two things, and this is why this is so important. Because if you check your antibodies and you know it's positive, then you check your TSH and your doctor says, hey, your TSH is normal, there's not much we can do. But if you know the difference between the optimal and the normal range, then you might be able to identify that, nope, you're at this stage, And this is another good golden opportunity to start treatment the earlier you start by the way hopefully you're getting this trend the earlier you start your treatment the better always the better because once we get down to stage five it's sort of too late to start the natural therapies Um, they're still helpful but it's not like you can reverse the condition once you get down there so again subclinical hypothyroidism means that the thyroid function is now low okay so you now you are starting to experience low thyroid symptoms and these are going to be symptoms like fatigue weight gain hair loss minor constipation they're going to be you know there to a varying degrees but you will start to experience those and most people are taken to the doctor at this point um, but if they're not tested for the antibodies and they don't know the difference between a normal and optimal tsh they will be missed okay so like i said it's missed by most doctors but if you can um, if you do get diagnosed this is a great time to start thyroid medication Now, the reason I say that is because you should be doing all the natural treatments we talked about previously, changing your diet, taking supplements, exercising regularly, getting more sleep, reducing stress. Those should always be, you should do those no matter what stage you're at. But if you can start thyroid medication here, it may help to actually reduce your antibodies. So I know some of you are going to balk at the fact that I'm recommending thyroid medication in this early stage, but if possible, um, I think you should, because not only will you feel better, but you also might have an impact on reducing that damage to the thyroid gland. So that's stage two. Now stage two and a half here um, is one that I've added. The reason I've added it in parentheses is, not, is because not everyone will go through this, but I want to at least let you know, because you might be in this stage and you're in this sort of limbo area, and it's sort of hard to understand as a thyroid patient based off what I'm explaining here. But as I explain what stage 2.5 is, hopefully it'll make sense to you. And what you can experience here, can, by the way, doesn't mean you will, but you can experience what we're calling thyroid hormone fluctuation. And what that means is that you can go from periods of hypothyroidism to periods of hyperthyroidism Two periods of hypothyroidism, et cetera. So you can kind of go, you know, let's say one month you're here, then two months you're here, and so people, you know, they're they're down, they're up, they don't know what's going on. They're like, well, I feel hyperthyroid. Do I have Graves? Do I have Hashimoto's? Is my thyroid low? Is it high? They get really confused, even though they progress through stages zero, one, and two, they get to this point and they're just really confused. So just realize that in some cases, you know, maybe about ten to fifteen percent, they may start to experience periods of hyperthyroidism and hypothyroidism. What you need to know though, is no matter what, even if you have these periods of hyperthyroidism, you will always progress to the next one, which is overt hypothyroidism. So all roads through Hashimoto's lead to low thyroid. Okay, that's where you're always heading. If you don't, if you don't get any treatment or you don't prevent it, you will eventually, no matter what, end up at hypo or low thyroid function. And that's number three here. So stage three is overt hypothyroidism. Now at this stage, you can expect to have positive antibodies, now though, you will experience that high TSH. So even the most, um, even doctors that don't understand the difference between optimal and normal, they will finally say, oh, whoa, you, you've got thyroid problems here. So this is, it's so obvious because you have overt hypothyroidism that the TSH is now elevated to the point where it's, it's obvious to diagnose even for the you know, endocrinologists and, and family practice doctors. In addition, you will then start to see low free T3 and low free T4. So unfortunately, this is where most people are diagnosed. Okay? So you can imagine all, we've gone through all these stages and now most people are diagnosed at stage three. Now it doesn't mean it's too late to start treatment down at stage three, but it doesn't mean that you miss some golden opportunities through stage one and stage two and potentially stage two and a half to use those um, those natural therapies I was talking about. And the earlier you can start those natural therapies, always the better, okay? So the earlier you can start those therapies, the more effective they're going to be, um, the fewer therapies you'll have to add on top of each other. Like for instance, if you could start at stage one and just change your diet or maybe go gluten-free, that might be enough to stop it. But now that you're down at overt hypothyroidism, now you're probably gonna have to go gluten-free, dairy-free, soy-free, you know, maybe even have to do elimination diets, various other types of more intense diets and things like that. So most people are diagnosed here, and what you should also know is that by the time you get to this stage, most people have had their Hashimoto's for 10 plus years. Okay, I know it's, it's very frustrating, especially if you're here right now and you're listening to this. You know, you could have been diagnosed 10 years earlier or about, right, that's not it's not perfect. But most people, by the time they get to this overt hypothyroidism, it's it represents about 10 years of being untreated or at least um, not managing your disease correctly. Um, and then also, At this stage, this is where you really are going to need thyroid medication. If you're not taking it already for the reasons we mentioned before, because you're trying to do this naturally, this is the time where you're going to want to take it. okay? Because you're going to notice a big difference in how you feel, whether you're on medication or not, provided you're taking the right medication. But I do recommend by the time you get to stage three, you should be taking some thyroid medication because, like I said, you'll feel it if you don't. Now, um, after a while of being at stage uh, stage three here, you'll progress to what we're calling stage four here. And this is the, pro- the uh, progression or the addition of other autoimmune diseases. So what happens is if you don't treat the root cause of whatever's causing your immune system to be flared up, which may or may not be possible depending on what, um, what caused it, what will happen is that your immune system will then start to attack additional systems in your body. It won't be the same antibodies, okay? So some people get confused about that. They'll think, well, if I don't treat my Hashimoto's antibodies, then those antibodies will start attacking other areas in the body. It doesn't work that way. But what does happen is that the immune system whatever caused the, the disruption to, to cause your immune system to attack the thyroid, that root cause didn't get treated. And so then it might start to create antibodies to other areas of the body. So it could be to your kidneys or it could be to your joints. So that would be, rheumatoid, or that would be RA or rheumatoid arthritis. It could be to your kidneys, which could be lupus. It could be to your skin, which could be vitiligo. Um, and it could be also celiac disease, which would be the, um, the component of gluten. So you can develop these additional autoimmune diseases. And that's another reason why you want to try and prevent this from happening. Now, provided you don't do any of this stuff, like I said, or maybe you just end up here, by the way, there are going to be some people, by the time, unfortunately, that they listen to this, they will be at stage five, and I'll lift this up so you can see it. Stage five is end stage Hashimoto's, which is usually represented by thyroid gland atrophy. Now, once you get to end stage stage the Hashimoto's, this represents an irreversible stage. Okay, so what this means is that there's been so much damage, usually for decades, 20 to 30 years, there's so much damage done to the thyroid gland that it's just not you can't repair it, okay? So it's there physically in your body, but it's shriveled up and atrophied, meaning it's smaller than normal, and it doesn't produce thyroid hormone anymore. So it's essentially the same thing as having a thyroid that's been irradiated by radioactive iodine or surgically removed um, through surgical means. And so you might as well not have one. And at this stage, the natural therapies, you can't reverse the condition, they're still beneficial, but you will be required to take thyroid medication for the rest of your life, okay? Pretty much no matter what. Because again, you have to have thyroid hormone to survive, And if your body can't produce it, you have to get it somewhere. Now, the whole goal here is to prevent this from happening, stage five. You want to prevent at at wherever you're at on this stage, by the way, wherever you're at on these stages, you want to prevent yourself from getting to stage five. If you're at stage five, well, you gotta deal with it and that's okay, there are things that you could still do. But if you're at stage three or two or two and a half or two or one, that's when you wanna start those treatments and you wanna be aggressive. So if you're listening to this, I want you to think to yourself, where do I fit on here? What stage am I at? um and be realize that the farther you go down these stages the more aggressive you're going to have to be with your therapy. So if, by the way, if you think you're at like let's say stage 3 or stage 4 and you're like, "Oh, I'm I'm dabbling in going gluten-free." Meaning you're trying but you're not really doing it. That's not going to cut it, okay? By the time you get down to those stages, you've had this for 10, 15 years or so, you're going to have to be more aggressive. You're going to need supplements, you're going to need Um, to change your diet, probably elimination diet, maybe even a little more extreme and so on. So think about it in terms of how aggressive you need to be and where you fit on these stages. But like I said, if you you haven't, I want you to leave a comment below and tell me where you think you fit on these stages um, and tell me how you're feeling and tell me what type of therapies you've been using and whether or not they've been working. And if you have any questions about these stages, I know they're kind of confusing. If you have any questions, leave them below. Um, And I'll also be making a blog post on this information to hash it out a little more in detail as well. So you can can refer to that if you want. And if you haven't already, make sure you download my free thyroid PDF resources. I have tons of information all on the thyroid, all designed to help you um, feel better um, and to naturally reverse your thyroid condition if possible. And if not, use the right medications to help you feel better. So make sure you download those as well. And that's all I have for you guys today. And otherwise, I will see you in the next one.